the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Yak Radio. And as you heard, it could be anything or everything. Brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a grocery store, liquor store, or small business, and you're having trouble keeping cashiers, well, you need to check this out. It's a self-checkout system. Walmart uses it, Home Depot, Costco. Hey, if it works for them, it could work for you. And it's not as expensive as you think. Price of a cash register could get you all set up with Southwest Point of Sale. Give them a call, 800-540-2149, or just go to southwestpointofsale.com. You'll get seven-day, 24-hour-a-day service. Jeff and Mark will be more than happy to hook you up. They've been doing it since 1975. Also, San Diego Propane. You have to live in East County, but man, I tell you, Dave and his family take care of my propane needs. And, you know, they call me. I don't call them. I don't know how he knows that, but somehow he knows when I need propane. 619-460-1705, sd-propane.com. Looking for a good automotive repair shop? West Escondido Auto and Trans just picked up a fourth location. Nap Auto Care, AAA, AAA approved, ASC certified, warranty good, clear across the United States for three years or 36,000 miles. WestAutomotiveGroup.com. Well, I tell you what, folks, met a gentleman. Uh, actually, he was nice enough to bring me a book. I don't know how long ago you gave me this book. Yeah, a couple of months, I think. Yeah, Bill Pitts, get a little bit closer to the mic. Okay, thank okay. you. Wife, smack sure. him around when he doesn't <laughs> yeah. uh, do the right thing. And Bill uh, dropped a book off at KUSI, and it was called Chasing Magic. And I think the cover is probably the most exciting part of the book until you get into the reading of it. So what is the magic car? The magic car happens to be one of many top fuel dragsters that ran in the mid 1960s, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it would show up at Lions Drag Strip in Fontana. It made it to Carlsbad Raceway one time, and uh, it 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 was partnered by Ron Winkle, K Trap, and uh, Kent Fuller, mm-hmm. and the driver of the car was Jumpin' Jeep Hampshire. Jeep was an inc- he's still alive. He's still is he with really? us. Yes, he is. And uh, and and Jerry the Hunter Glenn. Mm-hmm. Jerry had had not been down the drag strip in anything, and he wound up had having the opportunity to drive the magic car when Jeep Hampshire and Ron Winkle had a falling out, and Jerry got in the car and went 160 miles an hour on his first pass, and he cut his teeth. He'd never been down the drag strip in anything. And he went down the drag strip in the magic car. And five years later, Jerry Glenn became the NHRA's uh, driving champion in 1972 in the last front motor dragster to ever do it. But the car is tied in with people. Kent Fuller, the guy who built it, Kent died uh, on April 4th of this year. Mm. He was 88 years old. Okay. But he built cars that people remember because right. they were a combination of speed and beauty. And you saw the magic car out there in the parking lot. Right. It's beautiful. It is. And, and those parts weren't 
found in J.C. Whitney. No. That's no. all handmade. That's right. Every bit of that car, from the chassis to the body. The hand-formed sheet aluminum yeah. and the custom paint job. God, the pinstriping, yes. the gold leaf. Yes. And, and, the, then, and then the elephant motor. Yes. Go try to find one of those today. Yeah, a 1957 392 Chrysler Hemi that came out of a 1957 Chrysler Imperial. You think, <laughs> boy, that that car was not that fast, but that motor was built so well. It yeah. was engineered so well that it would hold together when other motors would blow up right. when you put uh, high-performance pistons in it, a blower, and ran 90% nitromethane through it, they would live. Yeah. But they only had to live about eight seconds. Right. And if you were lucky enough as the driver, the motor would stay together. Otherwise, things could happen, like the drive shaft could blow out the bottom, stick in the pavement, and cause the car to pogo. Yeah. The rear ends in that particular car, that, that rear end could spin yeah. and take out your crotch. Yeah. The blower could blow off and wind up in your lap. We right. have pictures of the blower winding up in the lap of a driver. Sure. And, and not not talking oil and fuel. All of that. All of that just comes straight back at you. It's probably it was probably one of the most dangerous motorsports yes. going, really. Yes. Because everybody cut their teeth on it, you know, driving jalopies, and then of yes. course, you know, typical, you know, and they gotta it, go fast. Then it, it just evolved, yeah. you know. It went, it went from, like you said, the the um, the jalopies, you know, the 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 Model A, Model Ts, Model As, excuse right. me, Model As, and then little by little, they'd take off the fenders and they'd cut off the top <laughs> to try and make the cars go quicker, right. And little by little, the engine started backing up uh-huh. from the front to the back. And then they'd find out that they could remove the radiator yeah. and take out the transmission. That was extra weight. We don't right. need that because yeah, the don't. car only has to run for eight seconds. Right. So what's the big so deal? So what's the deal for yeah. that? Well, who needs that? And all we need is one parachute, right? Right. So at 204 miles an hour, which is what that car ran in 7.62 seconds through the quarter mile in 1965, it was right in the middle of the hunt yeah. with the rest of them. You better hope that that parachute opened because if it didn't, trying to stop with just the rear, rear brakes, brakes just must have been a terrible ride. That's I wonder who I mean. the first guy that drove a dragster realized maybe we should put a parachute on the back of this. Thing. Yeah, because <laughs> you know there had to be a few that drove them and oh, didn't yeah. realize they needed it until they needed it. Oh yeah, drum brakes were there, but we've got disc brakes now. But the thing is, is that. His car, John Phillips's car, uh-huh. is a car that was built in 1967, and the wheelbase is 185, and it has two parachutes. So the evolution of the French right. and Dragster right. went in the direction of safety mm-hmm. until 1972, and that's when Big Daddy Don Garlitz showed up at Lions Drag Strip with... Um, with a, a front engine dragster configuration and he left the line and the car exploded and, and cut in half and blew half his foot off right and that's when he decided that's it we're not going to i'm not going to be in one of these cars anymore if right. i can possibly help it so he built a car with a driver's compartment ahead of the engine which undoubtedly saved a lot of people. and everybody lives. looked at him and said are you crazy yeah. and he designed it, this car in the hospital yep. while he was recuperating. Yeah. But you know, no, he was scratch drawing because yep, yep. he knew there had to be a better way. But nobody took him seriously no. until he won a major event. <laughs> yeah, they and got, then everybody went, okay, that's okay, it. we got to change. Yeah, that's it. Get, right. rid of these, get rid of these 
old has-been cars because... And because they were just basically dangerous. thrown away or stuck in a garage right, or, or hung from a wall or, or cut, cut up, up yeah, and thrown yeah, away, yeah. you know? This yeah. car survived because it wound up being purchased by a guy by the name of Ray Mondiago in 1966. It, the front end, the front nose piece was taken off and it was lengthened from a 140-inch wheelbase to 200 inches wow. to try and stay competitive, yeah, you know? Yeah. And the tires were getting wider and it was too hard to keep the front end on the ground. Sure. So they, they did that. And, uh, and, and then eventually the car could no longer be competitive. Right. They pulled the engine out of it, and they stuck it in the rafters of the machine shop, Ray Montiago's machine shop, and it stayed there until a guy by the name of Louis Poole found it, pulled it down, went to Roy Brizio's hot rod shop in San Francisco, and they cut it back down to its original 140 inches. Wow. And, and Louis actually ran the car at nostalgia events, mm-hmm. push-started it, and, and, and would make passes in it. And and then it went to a guy by the name of uh, John Barrett in Oklahoma. Hold that thought. Okay. Because we're going to take a break and wake up. You'll have to remember John Barrett because I'll totally forget. No problem. So when we come back, we'll talk about John. And then we got this little kid with a camera that used to go to the racetrack and found a race car, a dragster, that he just flat fell in love with it. You'll like talking to him. Because he's right here with us. That'd be Bill Pitts. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This is brought to you by South Bay Auto House. You got a Mercedes Benz. You're looking for good quality service. And maybe you don't want to go to the dealer anymore. Well, South Bay has got your ticket. 25 years of experience. All the technicians are trained explicitly they have their own parts department house and if you're thinking of trading your mercedes in to get a new one give them a shot they might give you more money than the dealer south bay auto house at 310 trialsdale drive in chula vista 619-422-8252 bumper doc bumper doc santee scratches dings and dents they got a paintless dent repair there guy there that could take dents out of your car without touching the paint as long as the paint's not cracked you will be blown away uh, we've been doing this since the 40s. It's an art. It takes two years to get certified. Santee Bumper Docs got that for you. All right, we got Bill Pitts in the house with his lovely wife, his driver, and uh, we yeah. don't know what this guy does yet. But we're he did a really good job waxing this morning. So, <laughs> morning, so he must be he, the waxer. He he was he was on our little league team. We played little league together. My dad was the coach. Friends for We've life. We've known since second grade. You know, I'm going to say second grade because I don't know. At kindergarten, I guess. At Maybe some point. even back then. And yeah. all local here in San Diego. Yes. We went to John Adams Elementary School, Woodrow Wilson Junior High School, Hoover High School. Yeah. And, and and San Diego City College, you know, and, and then he went to San Diego State and I went to Cal State Fullerton. So, why, but Why do I think that there's a lot of really stories in there that we can't talk about? I don't know. It's just deep. We're, we're, just, we're just deep, pal. You yeah, but, know we are. Yeah, you can look at that look on his face. He's got stories. Yeah. He's got stories. All right. So yeah. was it Fullerton? Oh, who was the oh, gentleman we just talked about? Oh, oh, that would be uh, that would be John Barrett. Yeah, and I told John you to Barrett. remember. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. well, you said Fullerton just to throw me off. Yeah, I yeah, just threw it off. Okay, okay, so John so anyway, Barrett. Yeah, but the thing is, you got to remember this. If you take go back a step, 
what I did when I decided I wanted to get a front motor dragster, which didn't make any sense at all to anybody. It didn't okay. make sense to her. Hold, hold that thought for one moment. Okay. And all what's right. your lovely wife's name? Deborah. Deborah. Deb. So when he walks up to you and says, I got an idea. Here's what I want to get. What was your first initial reaction? I thought that that was a <clears throat> that was perfect because it was his passion, oh. and he and I have always talked about going after like life's too short. Oh yeah, go after what you love, and so I was his cheerleader. But did you know what he was talking about? Um, Probably yeah, not. <laughs> kind of. I mean, it, it's something that I think he talked about a lot. Yeah. And I could hear this conversation. Well, can I drive it to the grocery store? No. no. <laughs> uh, can we go out on Sunday drives? No. No. Well, what are we going to do with it? Well. Well, what is he going to do with well, it? Well, that's because true. I am totally not into motorsports. Yeah. But, um, I but you understand the passion. It brought a smile to his face. But you understand the passion. Oh, yeah. He hasn't stopped smiling since I met him. Are you kidding? Right? All of them. Yeah. All right. So back on to the story. So she gives you the blessing. Yeah, she does. And it, I mean, that's the thing that was amazing about it is in 1990, um, we're getting ready to get married. And we're going to have We got a, married in 89. In 80, oh, yeah. Like I said, okay. In 89, we get married. Drag race. Yeah. Drag racing yeah. uh, topic. He's and, got all those and I, numbers. And I say, can I, can I buy a front engine dragster? Can I try to look for one? And I had a guy by the name of Ray Burns here locally. I look know for Ray. I know Ray real well. You know Ray good. Ray Ray looked for a car for me, and he found one in Santee, California. It was in an it was in a trailer. Yeah, and I we went there together. He and I we went to go see John Gates, and and John Gates had a fringe and dragster that he wanted to sell. And so we worked out a deal. I bought it for twenty four hundred bucks. I think it was minus a motor. It was a roller, you know, but it had a beautiful body and it had the bubble bumps on it that were um, that were uh, kind of uh, a trademark of Tom Hanna, who was a great bodybuilder oh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And so for twenty four hundred bucks, we bought this car, and I started looking through my magazines at the at at the fire station. I go to the fire station and I have my magazines with me. I look through the magazines and all of a sudden I see this guy is in a car and it looks like it's the car. It turned out to be that this car was the Shelby Super Snake of Don the Snake Perdome. No kidding. First car in the six second bracket at an NHRA event. Wow. And I had just purchased it for twenty four hundred dollars. Wow. How is that possible? How is that possible? But I did it. But it had a single overhead cam Ford engine blown on nitro, and I could. But that's what it. was in it. That was at the that's time. what was in it. Correct, and I wasn't going to put anything in it. That, I wanted to bring it back to what it was originally. Right. So what I did was I took plus pic- you couldn't afford a four cam if your no. life depended on. Oh it. yeah, oh I know it. <laughs> so I, I I take pictures of this up to the March meet in 1990. It's a nostalgia event in the right. March meet, and out from a trailer comes the magic car, and John Barrett has it. So I show him pictures of the Shelby Super Snake. He looks at it and he goes, oh, interesting. I tell you what, why don't I pull the engine out of the Magic Car? Because I can't run that. That car doesn't have a five-point roll cage in it. So I can't run it. So why don't, why don't we trade? So he traded me straight across. He took the Shelby Super Snake. I got the Magic Car, which he delivered. Oh, my. He did, that's right. He delivered it to... to uh, to to where we were living up close to where we were living in Carlsbad and 
I got the magic car at that point, and I didn't know what I was going to do from there. So it just it, it evolved from there. Right. It was crazy. Well, then and then you're on, and it, this is by the way, we're trying not to give you the whole book, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, right? Because the book is, I mean, would you say twenty bucks for the soft copy? Twenty for the soft copy, thirty five for the for the hard copy. And if they want to get a hold of me on Facebook, they can You'll autograph. I'll be I'll be happy I'll be happy to autograph it for the same price wow. and send it to them. And It'll cost five bucks more for shipping and yeah. handling and all that stuff. It's an awesome read. I can't. Can't recommend it enough. What's the easiest way to find the book? Oh, uh, you can go on Amazon. Amazon, it's just on put Amazon. It in yeah, there. put it Chasing in. Chasing Magic. Chasing Magic. Bill Pitts, and it'll pop up. Look for the brightest cover of a book. Yeah, you've I ever know. Seen That's, in your life. I, I'm so happy. So, with so let's back up even farther because okay. your dad started taking you to drag races. Yes, yes. And you have this little movie camera. Yes. And you and you've still got. 51 episodes? Well, what I have is I have almost 300 YouTube episodes that you can go to my Bill Pitts channel, and it doesn't cost you a dime, and I don't make a dime, but you get to see some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and and so um, all I know is that when I went to my first race in December of 1963 at San Diego Raceway, after I saw it, I couldn't just go to the races and let that day go. Right. So I had to bring the the home movie camera and two or three rolls of film and I would shoot what I saw. Yeah. And those are the those are the movies that live to this day. To this day. And and let people see what it was like right. back in the day. All right. So now we're on the hunt. Cuz yes. you have to find a motor. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've yeah. got a wonderful car with yeah. no motor. I know it. I know what a well, what a screaming deal, you know. I hope he doesn't do all your wheeling and dealing. You yeah, he's got no motor. I know it. But you didn't. But did you even know what motor was in it? Yeah, I knew. I knew that the Magic Car had a three ninety two Chrysler okay. Hemi in it, so I knew that. But part you had other options for other Hemis, but it wasn't a three ninety two. Yeah, well, no, the three ninety two is what I what I wanted to find. Right. So, so I Ray Burns finds mm. one. And it, but the problem is, it's a boat anchor. It was in, it was in the drink. And when I pulled the head off, you look at it, and it had seaweed in it. And of course, I take that looks like an aquarium. Yeah, I I took that to Bill Hopper, and Bill Hopper had an automotive shop downtown. And I had it in my pickup truck, and I drive up, and I said, Bill, would you come out and look at the this engine and see what you think? He looked at it, and he didn't say a thing, and he walked back into his shop, and so I knew right then. I got to dump this off and go find another one. A real one. (laughs) Yeah. So I looked in National Dragster, and sure enough, here's an ad from a guy who has a 392 Chrysler that wants to sell it for... $4,500, Four thousand five hundred dollars, I think it was, and it was it was a complete motor. Wow! So, um, so I go see him, and this guy is a guy by the name of Gary Cochran. Mister mm-hmm. C was his nickname, and he was a heavy hitter back in the late sixties, early seventies. Wow! And I was able to go to his to his home. He pulled it out from his garage. We looked at it. I said, I'd sure love to have it. And of course, I had to go see the, the sweetheart over here the to get her to director. it. Yes, I know it. To say, is that okay, honey? And so and she, she said, goes, and yes. what are you buying? And I know it. I know For $4,000 in yes. what, 1990? Yes. Which is probably, who's got better math than me? Yeah. That's closer to what, 4000 then, 10, 11, 12 I today? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is. Well, you know she, it's a lot more than 4000 today. I know it. I just. Uh, uh, we were expecting a baby. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, <laughs> Of course yes, we were. were. I know it, yeah. So a little boy, a little girl. 
uh, a boy. Is there? A is his name boy. Hammy? No, his name. Uh, no, his name was. Come on, I'd have named it after the motor. Uh, I, I mean, whatever. It. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. But the but the thing is, is that so I got the motor and uh, there it was, and I I took it apart, put it in the car, and I took it to Carlsbad Raceway. Are you mechanically day. inclined? Can you? Could you? Not much. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw. Well, see, look at these guys. Look, they're shaking their they're, heads. They're all going, shaking no, their head over here. No, they haven't I, raised their fingers, yeah, so I you're know, in good I shape. I know it, but I've got guys. Sure you do. The friends I have. Tommy the Watchdog Allen, who was a number one top fuel pilot in the mid-60s. Uh-huh. He helped. We we meet with him almost every week. Jay Carpenter. Yeah. Just a wonderful guy who these guys did it. Sure. We were fans. Yeah. We were fans. Yeah. They did it. They and ran. you were blessed to get their help. Yes, indeed. Yeah. I totally was, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm very grateful for right. them. Yeah. That is just amazing. So, so you find the motor. Yes. Now, were you driving it at the time? No, no, no. No, we just took I, There was no drive line in it. I just. Oh, put, that's right. You were pushing it around with the, no drive. I put the motor in it, and I just parked it. And a guy walked up, and he was from, he was from Kenosha, Wisconsin. And he came up, and he looked at it. He goes, wow, this thing is really cool. And he, I said, would you like to sit in it? So he sat in it. And everybody, anybody who sits in the car, they're very impressed. Yeah. And he said, uh, hey, if you ever need any help, let me know. And I said, well, wonderful. My name is Bill Pitts. He goes, my name is Rick McDonald. And Rick McDonald uh, meant everything to get the motor running. Wow. So he, it's like you, you just don't know what – it's like when you start down this path, yeah. you draw in people. You, you have this – I'm going to call it stupid to say it, but there's a certain amount. There's a, I'll say, aura. I was going to say the same thing. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Well, I think things that you do draw people in. Yes. Well, because wherever you just have the car sitting, like-minded guys and girls are at those events. Yes. And if they see the magic car, yep. it'll like, oh, my God, I remember that car yep. at, at here. I yep. remember that car there. What can I do to help? Because they knew you were trying to... And you were doing this on a fireman's salary. And I wasn't going to. And right? they said, "Are you not going to drive the car? You're not going to drive the car? What are you nuts? You know." But it's true. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to drive it. We and were I just don't think you ever did, did you? Well, I've been in the car when we push started one time. But I mean, you never raced. I haven't. No, we haven't raced it. We just. It's just been something that we right. take along. We start it up. We make flames and we make noise and we shut it off. Yes, and we tell do. stories. Yeah. That's what we do. So let's talk a little bit to the driver yes. when we come back. Yes, because I would. I love driving, but I would have the hardest time not driving it, just sitting in it and making enough noise that you have to wear earplugs. Yeah. But we'll talk to him when we come back. Excellent. Right here on Yak Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer, this segment's brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. Here we are talking about nostalgic cars. Steve Zimmerman has one of those bad boys. Let me drive it. It was amazing. But if you need anything done with your undercarriage, sdgearaxle.com, sdgearaxle.com. Talk to Steve, and he will definitely hook you up. Two-wheel, four-wheel, all-wheel, doesn't make any difference. Conversions. Parts, pieces, differentials, he's got it all. San Diego Gear and Axel at sdgearaxel.com. Okay, we're talking to Bill Pitts, and we're talking to John Phillips and John Strom, and John is the driver, and, of course, Bill's wife, Debbie, or Deborah, who was instrumental in letting him buy this vehicle. 
So let's talk to uh, John for a second. Now you're now you're the driver. Go ahead and get a little bit closer. Right. So kind of comment if anybody wants to go to my YouTube page, you'll be able to see the segment we did on KUSI. And I don't know if we got a really up close picture, but you wear period correct fire uh, retardant equipment, right? That's right. And it's uh, it's interesting. There's an evolution that goes along with that as well. It's uh, an aluminized suit, and it's the the technology they had then, uh, we have much better, much more protective suits um, that we wear in competition racing today. Um, but Bill Pitts's program with Magic Car is all about period correct. It's all about this is how it looked back then. Um, and it's very different today. So it's it's in preservation of how things were done then and, and how unique things were in that sort of thing. So, yeah, we try to stay with the program of being period correct. Mm-hmm. And – you actually, I guess you and your dad have a nostalgic dragster that you drive on the East Coast? Yeah, so, you know, funny how the stories go. My dad's a racer from back in the day, um, was never pro, but had a front-engine dragster, um, an older one, and still has it. Um, but he's got a newer car today. Um, I think it's a Mike Spitzer chassis, um, but it's a front-engine car. Um, and it's it's made with the safety requirements to race today, mm-hmm. um, and we're running like low eights at 160 with a um, a small block Mopar with a, a supercharger on it. Um, so I've got a new suit, and I'm NHRA licensed to drive Super Comp. Um, so I do run a front engine uh, mm-hmm. race car down the track, and, and it's a hoot. Have you ever driven a rear engine dragster? Funny you should mention that. So the very first time, and, and this is kind of another story too, I ended up taking the Frank Hawley Dragster School in ah. Pomona. Um, so I don't know, 15 years ago, dad comes to me and says, hey, I really like you know drag racing and I haven't done it in 30 years. I'd like to again before I pass away. Mm. Let's go to dragster school and I'm going to get a new race car. So father, son. Sure, uh, dad, no problem. We go to dragster school um, and the super comp cars are rear engine cars. So interestingly, that was my first time down a drag strip ever. Um, Never took, you know, um, you know, my own Camaro with a 350 down the drag strip. Uh Um, I started in a super comp dragster um, and it was rear engine. And it was it was funny to have the benefit of not having the engine in front of me Mm -hmm. to learn how to drive a dragster. Sure. Um, and maybe that was a good thing. Yeah, maybe so. So then, how did you meet up with uh, with Bill? So I'm going to have to call it destiny because there were so many things that had to line up in order for that to happen. Interestingly, it was only a few months after me going to dragster school and getting licensed. Um, I was at a car show. And I didn't know the car show existed. Um, the lady that I bowled with on a bowling team... She happened to be the girlfriend of Steve Zimmerman, and he was showing his car at this car show, um, and she was going to go, and she remembered I was a car guy, and she invited me to go. Um, So I go to this car show, and um, I meet her boyfriend, Steve Zimmerman, and he's got his cool dragster, and there was another dragster there, uh, the Magic Car, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is a, a top fuel car. And I was taking some pictures of it. And then it was, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour later, I had wandered out into the car show. I was blocks away when, <laughs> when Steve Zimmerman somehow miraculously found me and was dragging me back towards where the dragsters were. And he says, hey, we just got permission for Bill Pitts to light up a magic car because um, it was a first-time car show at that location, and we had just gotten the permission from, you know, whoever the authorities are you get permission from. 
And he said, but the guy that was going to be in the car didn't show up or couldn't make it or whatever the story was. Oh um, you were just telling me how you're a licensed dragster driver. You're about the right size. Would you get in the car for us? So we get back to where Bill Pitts is, and it was, hi, Bill. Hi, John. And that was about it. They threw a fire suit on me, <laughs> threw me in the car. And they fired it up, and it was my first time in a nitro car, and it was unbelievable. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> so after they fired it up, they push it back to the parking spot, and Bill comes over and says, what would you think? I said, I'm, I'm mesmerized. I'm, it's unbelievable. And he says, are you ready to get out? I said, you let me in this car. Good luck getting me out. <laughs> and it's been that way ever since. And that's how it started, yeah. yeah. So do I love this? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. then Bill says, well, you know, hey, this happens to me fairly frequently. Uh, would you care to do this, you know, more frequently? And the rest is history. You know, everybody goes to Jenny Craig. I think the best way is to get into a, you know, a nostalgic dragster because you can't be chubby no. by any stretch. Oh, yeah. That's better than Jenny Craig, if you want <laughs> my honest opinion. So you still go back east and, and run with your dad? Yeah, so every year, you know, depending on the number of times I can manage it, um, mm-hmm. I go back to the Twin Cities, um, and there's a, a Minnesota Street Rod event. Um, it's a members-only event, but they rent the Brainerd International Drag Strip. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you've got a car, um, you can run the car, and uh, that's kind of a father-son thing we do every year. Um, so I go back there and, and run the car. He's got a local track a little closer to him in Wisconsin that he runs normally, um, but it's a full-on race car, and we have a lot of fun in it, and we make passes, and you know we try to get our reaction times better and, and all of that, and, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but there's something – I think there's something about a cackle car where you're not going anywhere other than a push start maybe or – but. Because I think it's a different fan experience for the, cons- for, for the folks that are watching what you're doing. Well, it's – Versus a complete race. Right. Um, well, the cackle car, what a, what a cool thing. And, and God bless Bill Pitts for making it happen. Because um, you're kind of the godfather of that, right? I'm, absolutely he is. He's going to be humble and he say is. other people did it. But I think he's the one he, that really he made it. it. Yeah, He started it. He yeah. got a car, and he put it together, and he made an engine run, and he brought it places for people to see. And here. Um, in here, and that's kind of the the basis of a cackle car. So it's it's like going to a museum. It's like seeing a Monet. It's like, yeah. hey, check out this really cool thing from way back when. Um, and it was so cool that it's timeless. It's still cool today. Yeah. And, to, and to see it and to hear it and to see them get push started, um, places like Nitro Revival, um, a place where you can see dozens of these cars, right. old-time front-engine Nitro dragsters, not only start up and run and get to see them, but you get to see them push start. You get to see them drive down the track. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, what a, it's one thing to race a, you know, a car that runs on gasoline or what have you, but these front-engine nitro cars, you know, with the flames, you know, thrown right oh at you, it's, uh, it's an amazing experience. It's a whole other thing. And the motor's trying to jump out of the car. Literally, I mean, Literally. a dragster is really just a go kart, and to have you know a two thousand horsepower fire breathing engine on it, yeah, it really wants to jump right out of the car. It's uh, it's amazing. Oh my god! All right, pull that mic over there. I'm going to throw a few questions at John. Johnny P. 
Johnny P. Go right ahead. <laughs> so, no offense, but I see you can't fit in the car. No. So, well, neither can I, so I'm not I, saying I, anything. I did once. I did once. Did you back in the day? Well, the, 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 the story goes, uh, Bill and I go back when we were in uh, elementary and junior high school and when we fell in love with the sport, and Billy's already explained that, yeah. but his wonderful dad. Who, I was going to say, did you go to the drag yeah, races with him? Yeah, his dad was so good enough to take us to some big meets because we were in wow. love with the sport. Uh, Billy's, Billy was a captain on the fire department. His dad was a fire chief. Okay. And just one of the most wonderful men you could possibly know. And he wow. took us everywhere. And we just literally fell in love with the sport and have never looked back. So now, do you own one as well? I do. So I it's do. a front engine? Yeah. The, the, the story to so see, fast forward here, uh, Billy, uh, and he is the godfather of it all, started in the mid 90s. Right. But, and, and we stayed in touch over the years. Uh, but in 2011, Don Perdome had an open house mm-hmm. at his shop up in Vista. Right. And I went up there, and the Magic Car was there. And Bill always knew, and I always told him my bucket list was to sit in one when it started. And I went up there. It was not the intent. And Billy was there with who he mentioned previously, Ricky <laughs> McDonald. And they said, hey, let's start the car. And Billy came over to me, and he says, are you ready for this? We're putting you in the car today. <laughs> oh, and my, my adrenaline goosebumps. went off the scale. Yeah. And everybody seemed to be there that day. Don Drew, it was a phenomenal open house. Everybody that was anybody, Tom the Mongoose McEwen was there, Don Perdome, huge crowd. And so I nervously put on the fire suit. They put fuel in the car. And I got to fulfill a lifelong dream and wow. sat in the car. And Jeez. man, what a rush it was. And I was hooked. Again. And it was in the building, too, wasn't it? It was outside the oh, building, Oh, it was actually. outside. Yeah. I was going to say. hundreds of people surrounding it. And you speak about a sensory overload. Yeah. And it was just a marvelous experience. So then you said, I got to have one. I, well, we started to hang out together again, you know, and because and I, I, I kind of got hooked on them. My whole dream, I just wanted to build a Roadster someday when okay. I retired. Yeah. Small block Chevy, you know, no big thing. Started to hang around with him, and Bill let me start crewing, polishing the wheels. Started in 2013, and I got hooked bad again. Yeah. And one thing led to another, and uh, Jeep Hampshire, who was the original driver of the Magic Car, Bill and him were up in an event in Northern California having a couple of you know uh, tasty beverages sure. and said, Jeep, is there any car that you is out there that you want to see come back that's not here anymore? And Jeep says, yes, the Caspery Stokey Hampshire car, which he drove. And I had another project in mind at uh-huh. that time. Long story short, um, Billy uh, brought the project to me. He says, you might want to consider doing this one instead. Yeah. And <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> uh, we got the blessing from the Hampshire brothers. And I was introduced to him. And well, I got it. You I have got, one more blessing. What's that? She's sitting over in the corner. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. had to get her blessing well, as well. Well, what actually took place when, when I decided to do it, what I started to do is to take her to events because she had to like it well, and, yeah. and, and understand it and want to. We went to gr- drag races since we were 16 years old or high school right, sweethearts. Right, right, right. And she understood the sport, but this was a whole different level. Totally. So we did that for about a year and then kind of discussed it, and, and she says, yeah, um, you know, let's do this, but what I like best is the people. And these are wonderful right. people Absolutely. that are in this community. Yeah. And she fell in love with the people. So we got the blessing uh, from the Hampshires to do this project. Uh, but then I had a fabricator 
Uh, but I ha- I, what I wanted to do, it was a chassis that was done by Kent Fuller, just like Bill's car. Uh-huh. And it was a beautiful, what they call the pointy nose cars. He did a few of these cars. Mm-hmm. And although I had a fabricator, I needed to call Kent Fuller up to get permission. And I was scared to death. This guy's a legend, a living <laughs> legend. And um, I, Billy gave me his phone number. And I called him up, and I and it, you call him Fuller. He doesn't want to go Kent. Oh. He says Fuller. And I introduced myself, and I said, I want to bring back one of your cars. And I barely got it out of my mouth, and he says, I'll do it for you. I'll recreate this chassis for you. And I just went, really? Really? Are you kidding me? Yeah. And uh, one thing led to another. Uh, Corky and I, my wife, went up and met with the family, beautiful family up in Santa Rosa, and made the deal. And got the pipe up to him, you know. Yeah. And uh, he so Kent Fuller did the chassis, and as Bill mentioned, he passed away um, on the fourth of April, right. I believe. Yes. And uh, for some, but he got to see it completed. He did. He, well, uh, he he didn't see it in person. I sent him pictures, ah. and he and it was really funny because uh, a month later he would have seen it. He was going to be an event that we were at in May, uh. this May, but I sent him a, a bunch of colored pictures. Uh, and uh, I called him up because I was nervous as heck. How, how do you like how it came out, Fuller? And he just had one word. He said, beautiful. And wow, that's all I needed to hear. That's all you needed to hear. But as, as luck would have it or just good fortune, and I'm so blessed, it turned out to be the last car he ever built, and I have it. And oh, and I'm my just, gosh. Just blessed beyond. You haven't written anything. a book? What are you doing no, well, yeah. And, <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Yeah. So as you well know, just to you know, cap it up, getting all the parts together. Oh, yeah. Mention, it's like drag racing archaeology because wow. you're finding all the original parts. That's And, and really, that was the fun part. I was going to say – that's the fun part. Absolutely. Searching out the parts, right. finding the right whatever. It doesn't even make a difference. Abs- absolutely. So it took about five years, and it, and it, it happened because we had to get the right craftsman to do it because it's a very sure. complex body. And uh, it, long story short, she's out right now. And as, as well as Billy being blessed, I am blessed that John is my pilot, too. We share him sometimes, wow. too. So I'm very lucky there, too. So. God, you know, these stories are amazing. All right, we got to take a break. I don't know why. Brandon, what do you make me take a break for? Can't I just go straight through sometime? No, I can't. Okay. Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. No, I'm only kidding. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Yak Radio. Dave Stahl, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair. Hey, John went ahead and picked up. I think he's got three or four shops, AAA approved, Napa Auto Care. You notice there's a trend with the shops that I uh, have sponsored my show because it's all about you, the consumer. Napa Auto Care, AAA approved, ASC certified, warranty clear across the United States. That's the kind of uh, work you get out of these type of shops. And John is unbelievable. Supports the uh, Boys and Girls Club here in town. I think he's up to three of those. So go get your vehicles worked on by the people that care. John's Automotive Import Repair. All right, we got Bill Pitts in the house with uh, John Phillips, John Strom, the driver, and his lovely wife. And John, or not, yeah, John Phillips' wife is over in the corner. She's the photographer today. It's Corky. Corky. She didn't want to talk, <laughs> but I have a sneaky feeling if she had got close to the microphone, she'd be talking. So next time she comes back, we will wrestle her in. We're, we're promoting his book. How long has this book been out? It's been out 10 months. Okay, so it's fairly yeah, new. Fairly new. Yeah. And it's if you're into San Diego history, 
and you've got somebody in the family, maybe they drag raced, maybe they just like the San Diego history, this is a perfect gift because once they start reading it, the only thing is you won't see them for a while because they will go cover to cover. This is one of those kind of books. And by the way, hats off to you and your writing skills. You did this exceptionally well. Thank you. And I read a lot of books. I read a lot of them. And some not as, as good as the other, but I think it's the adventure is is what you take people on. From a little kid with a movie camera, yes. getting out of it, and then all of a sudden, sudden it's back. You, you fall back into it, and all your childhood dreams come true. Yes. You hook up with your old buddy yes. again. Yes, yes. You know, and, and I don't know, did you see that email I sent you that one of your fireman buddies yes. seen you on KUSI? Yeah, that was- that was a, a a lady retired fire captain. I forget her name. Yeah, I yeah. do too. But anyway, I so t- the yes. station sent it to me. Yes, and I went. Oh my goodness, how cool is that? Yes. So I said it just directly to you. Yeah, but you know that's what it's really all about. And the story is really not over because no. you're the you're a caretaker right now. And that yeah. car is going to eventually go to somebody else. But I will have to tell you, folks. I shouldn't say this, but. John's got a way prettier car. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, man. You know that car. I know it. Yours is a Nordstrom car. Yeah, it is. And yours is a Macy's. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to say it up front. And and, and I got to tell you, John the driver, his runs, so he kind of outdoes both of them. But, yeah. but, John, that thing is absolute. You, I knew he was the waxer. <laughs> that you, thing sir. is so shiny yeah. right down to the wire oh, wheels. yeah. But when you're building this, putting the magic car back, now it took him five years to do his. How long did it take you to get the I, magic car back together? I got I got the car in 1990, okay. and then it took it took a couple of years. We went to the first California Hot Rod reunion in 1992, and it was just on display. Mm. I just put it. On, I just picked it up to put it yeah, on display. Yeah, just parked that it there. Good. And then what happened was, is I ha- I couldn't stand to have it not run. So <laughs> the following year, I went about the process of getting the motor to run, and um, and 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 from from 1993 on, we ran it on alcohol only mm-hmm. until 1997, and then we switched it over to nitromethane. And why did you do that? Because. It wasn't enough. <laughs> Alcohol wasn't enough. Yeah. You had to run it on nitro. Sorry, but that's what has to happen. You don't see the flames you know, unless you you've don't. got it on. And you've seen them during the day at KUSI. Yeah, right. I know. I usually I know never happy with overcast, but I was yeah. thrilled to have overcast. Yeah. In, in 1999, we took the car to the California Hot Rod Reunion, and we were asked to push the car in front of the crowd for the very first memorial ceremony where they called out the names of the people that had died over the years. Mm. And the magic car was the car that was pushed out. We didn't even have a driveline in it. And we started it up after they called out the names. Mm. And everybody loved that. Yeah. And, then in, and then in 2000, we got nine cars together to be push-started in the very first Cackle Fest. Wow. Nine cars that were pretty significant. But what was cool for me was I'm in the push car, the old bone, the old station wagon. Which you I still have. Still have. And it's ahead of Jeep Hampshire in the magic car. And we're getting ready to push from the finish line down toward the starting line. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, I don't know whether we pushed before then or not. But all I know is that I was very nervous about it. Mm-hmm. And what happened was is... Uh, these other eight teams, which were very significant teams, 
they moved off to the side and allowed us to be the first car to push down at the very first, uh, the very first cackle fest. Whoa! And it was like. And the, and the car started, which is nice. Yeah. I appreciated that a lot because there have been times when it hasn't started. Well, I know you you say that a lot in your book. Oh, which, yeah. And I've never gotten on edge of my seat reading a book, <laughs> wanting to know if the silly – I mean, and I promise never to go two pages ahead of time. Yeah. I have to stay, and I never go to the back of the book. I yeah. always stay true right. to my form. Yeah. So, but, but, but you go anywhere you want at a car show, and if there's a, a cackle car – and it starts. It's just like bees to honey. Yes, I agreed. mean they just. It's like it's like it's like a warm fire at night. You yes, know, people get around it, you know, and they I just know. they they love it. There's something about it. It feels good. It smells good. It does. Smell it good. looks good. Yeah. What else? Phillips, go yeah, Sh- Sh- shameless plug at, at this time. Yes. Uh, uh, for uh, this is really uh, an event that takes place in November fourth and fifth, and this is the Super Bowl of these cars. Over 60 cars from all over the country come into Irwindale, California, for the weekend to run these cars in the fashion that Bill just described. And they all push start now. And so if you really want to get sensory overload and to watch these cars try to come out to this event, uh, it's promoted by a wonderful gentleman by the name of Steve Gibbs and uh, his daughter, Cindy. He was the competition director for the NHRA for 40 years. And it's a wonderful event. Well, you have to keep me in the loop. And then what we'll do is we'll bring the magic car. What's yours called? Uh, Caspery Stokey Hampshire. That's too a double long. A fuel drag. Yeah, yeah. not, as, not as sexy as nah, the legend. You, yeah, you got to come up with a new the, name. The, the, CSH, but he's got the legend. The How about if we just call it the cutie? Now, the CSH car is what he calls it. I like it. calling it the cutie. Because oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. It's really Until it starts. <laughs> yeah, so I, that's right. So I have to, and this is for your wife since she was in radio. So I'm out of good guys. And they had, I think, three cackle cars right behind where I was set up to do radio live. Yeah. The guy walks over. He goes, what are you doing here? Well, I'm getting ready to do radio because <laughs> I'm all excited. He says, you know, we're going to start these things up here in about 20 minutes. Really? Cool. Go for it. Yeah. My producer almost had a heart attack because you guys fired those things up yeah. while I was on radio. Yeah. But, hey, I don't care. Yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your Sunday to come down. Thank I'll you very pay much. for your parking. That's the kind of guy I... What a guy. How do people, again, find this book for a gift? And then you have a couple ways. You've got a soft and you got a hard hardbound. So, soft cover and hardbound. I want to say it's on Amazon. Yep. If you want to do it that way, that's great. If not, if you want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold you can look on my Facebook page and and get a hold of me and I'll find a way of getting you an autographed copy right. for the same price that you would be paying to get it from Amazon. So, so do you take it. books to to shows? Yes, I do. Yeah, take I do his, now. That's for sure. Well, because there's some older gentlemen and ladies out there that are not computer literate right you know so and there's nothing and if you'd have said you got that on kindle i like a book i can get my hands on yeah right on kindle though i knew you were gonna say that because you're the brains of the family i know where that's gone but i can't thank you enough this will not be the last time i have you on radio wonderful appreciate it very much a little plug for your charity kind of throw that out there uh, well, it's called Ripples of Change, the Drake and Kirsty Foundation, and it is serving young adult cancer patients wow. receiving treatment in the hospital. Website? Um, it is ripplesofchange.foundation. All right. We're definitely going to get you back in and do that, too. Mm-hmm. All right, folks. That was it. Was that a quick hour? That was, that was awesome. Quick-
almost as fast as a dragster. We had a good time. I'm glad you did. All right, that was Yak Radio, folks. FM 96.1 AM 1178, The Answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.